Welcome to episode 26, The Problem with Dating Rules and Diets. Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacey Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a fabulous week. Last weekend, we went to Santa Cruz for a super, super fun cocktail party at Greg's ex-brother-in-law's. Greg was with his ex for 30 years and met her brothers when they were both teens. And they're still super close and really brothers for life. It's funny introducing myself and explaining my husband is the host's ex-brother-in-law. I love a small curated party of someone's friends, so many wonderful people. And I love the conversations that come up when people learn I'm a dating coach. People really share and I just love it. One of Chris's childhood friends who I've met before was there with her boyfriend. When I first met her, she had young kids and her husband had cheated on her and just she had just gone through a divorce. She met her boyfriend in line getting coffee. This is after a lot of years of online dating. And you just never know where you're going to meet your person. So eyes up out of your phones and stay open, my friends. You never know like the how and the when. This week, I'm in Dallas visiting my cousin. I adore her and am loving all the quality time I'm getting with her. Her daughter is getting married Saturday. They met at orientation in college, dated for a hot minute, and then broke up and then reconnected their junior year. And that was actually the same for Greg and his ex-wife. They met their freshman year in college. They liked each other, but were both in relationships and then drifted apart as friends and then reconnected Greg's senior year in college. So remember, we never know the timing of the universe and the timing matters. And remember, people are always breaking up and getting divorces every day. So there are new people jumping into the dating pool every day for you. Okay, on to this week's topic, my thoughts on dating rules and what I think they have in common with diets. So first, let me say, I absolutely don't think you need to be on a diet or lose weight or be a certain size to love and be loved. I think that's a load of crap we believe from society. And so many of my clients struggle with these types of thoughts about their body and weight. Your person is going to love you at whatever size and shape you are. I know a lot of you don't believe me when I say that, but what if you truly believe that was true? How would you show up to dating differently? Okay. That whole question and topic will be a full episode in the future, but I just wanted to make sure you knew I'm not even slightly suggesting in this podcast that you need to go on a diet or look differently to have success at dating and finding your person. So there. Now let's get on to the fun analogies. The rules. The first one is for some of us, the dating rules, we think we need to like lean back, 
and be in our feminine energy to be lovable, get picked, be chosen. I get my cackles up because I think for some of us, and definitely for me when I was dating, there is a sneaky message in there that we need to be different to be loved. So look at that for you. I was in Nashville a couple months ago and was introduced to a fabulous new friend. And when she learned I was a dating coach, she told me about a dating book she read. It was something like Not Your Mama's Rules. I've never read it. And one of the pieces of advice was to always make your text shorter than theirs and to have them chase you. She said the sending shorter text worked like a charm for her. And I told her, I think most of dating rules are kind of like diets. The hard part isn't the plan. It's managing your mind when you don't want to do the plan, like putting yourself out there when it feels uncomfortable and scary. The funny thing is, as I got to know her and her story of like how she met her husband, this woman who swore by the shorter text method, she told me she chased her current husband. They had a first date where he barely talked. She was totally disinterested. And when he asked her out again, she declined. Then two years later, she sits down at a big dinner table at a restaurant with friends and he's there. Turns out he was friends with some of her friends and they ended up at this same dinner. They recognize each other, acknowledge that they had gone on a date. And then at this dinner, he was chatty and charming and fabulous. So then they started texting and meeting up at like different workout classes. They both had a class pass. But she said this time she was the one pursuing him. He wasn't sure he wanted a girlfriend. So she wisely kept dating other people. Then one night he saw her out on a date and the next day decided he wanted to be exclusive. But again, she was the one who had the shorter text lean back strategy dating and then ended up what she called chasing the man she married. Some dating rules tell us to only have like a drink or two and keep it short under two hours on the first date. So you keep them wanting more. My first date with Greg was like a marathon eight-hour date. We had a ball. I am so glad we didn't cut it short after two drinks. And even after an eight-hour date, we still wanted more. And to this day, we still love spending time together. So there's just no magic number of hours on a date that's going to guarantee like love or not love or connection or not connection. Also, some dating advice tells you to take it slow, but for me, I fall fast. With friends and guys, I'm like, I like you. I know it and trust my gut and trust my instincts. Has it backfired on me? Yes. But for me, with most of my friends and exes and Greg, it was like this instant connection and a mutual like, hills, yeah. For some of you, maybe slow and steady wins the race. The hard part of dating and diets isn't the plan. It's executing the plan when you don't want to, when you're not in the mood, when you have a setback, when it's not easy, when you doubt it will work. So you just want to like say, fuck it. When you just want to like chill on the couch with a glass of wine and the remote or a great book. My coaching really focuses on shifting your mindset and beliefs 
all the thoughts that come up for you while you're dating, all the doubts about, is it worth it? Are they out there? Will they want me to? Can I make it happen for me? I think creating our own dating rules, and I would call them like protocols, build self-trust. Again, you know yourself better than anyone. You know your body, what feels good in it, what nourishes it. I encourage my clients to make a plan that fits into their life, that works for them. Someone may have the time and energy and desire to go on three dates a week. For someone else, one date a month is what works for them. And when I say works, like quote works, I mean doable, sustainable for you, something that's not going to burn you out. There's a guy like on Instagram who has studied all the studies on different diets and done like this big meta analysis and says that all of them are the same when you control for calories. Whatever you are most likely to adhere to in the long term and works for you is best for you. I think this is like the key to dating too. Sometimes you can be doing all the things, quote, right, follow the rules, and they don't work for you. My good friend Lisa was really suffering from psoriasis a couple years ago. It was driving her crazy. Her skin was flaking all over her face and scalp and body. And she took a food sensitivity test and found out she was sensitive to almonds. In her words, she was consuming an almond tree a day, snacking on almonds, drinking almond milk instead of dairy. She cut out the almonds and poof, her skin cleared up. And then for my good friend, Christina's husband, Ben, he had the same problem and cut out dairy and poof, his skin cleared up. We're all unique. There is no one size fits all diet or dating rule. We need to experiment and play and figure out what works best for us as individuals. Part of the reason we want like the perfect diet or rules for dating is we just want someone to tell us what to do and how to do it with the promise it's guaranteed to work. We want a magic pill. Do I give my opinions and advice to my clients? Yes. And then together we personalize it for them because there is no magic pill, no magic way that will guarantee that we don't feel doubt or rejection or hurt during dating. We're just like, tell me exactly what to do and promise me it will work and I won't have to have any uncomfortable feelings during the process. I think it's about being in it for the long haul, the big end goal, saying no in the short term so you get your big yes in the long term, not giving in to the instant gratification. Maybe it's a cupcake or a fuckboy or a fun guy that doesn't want the same long-term relationship you want. With any goal, there will be temptations, temptations to give up, temptations to date the hot, super sexy player because you just want at least some attention and connection right now, temptation to doubt that the kind of relationship that you want isn't possible. So to settle for a relationship that doesn't like feel right to you, that doesn't feel good, that brings up insecurities in you, what? are you not willing to do is a great question to ask yourself. You may not be willing to give up carbs or alcohol to lose weight. When I was dating, I wasn't willing to have a phone call first. If they weren't willing to put in the effort to meet up, I was out. 
And I told you I'm visiting my cousin right now. And I was telling her about this podcast. And she went through a divorce and is dating now. She just said she would never in a million years go out with a guy unless she talked to him on the phone first and joked with me that maybe I could have knocked out 200 of my 475 dates if I would have just talked to them on the phone first. And she's probably right. And now as a dating coach, I encourage some of my clients to save time and energy by having a phone call or a Zoom call first. I also would not go speed dating when I dated. And I have a client who's a recruiter. And the last thing she wants to do is swipe through guys on the app like she swipes through resumes all day for a job. She much prefers speed dating and meeting people in person. I prefer the container of the apps versus going to like a bar to meet people in person. My thinking was the people on the apps were looking to it was a curated like group of people at my fingertips. And I have clients that really want to focus on meeting people in person. They do different activities and go to different places and take different classes with the intention to meet people in person. They're on a mission when they go out. And when I was dating, I just wanted to like be with my friends when I was out and then get on the apps to date. I have a client who adopted a child with special needs. She has a big full career and she only wants to go on day dates, like coffees and lunches. And for me, I only wanted to do evening dates where if we liked each other, we'd smooch afterwards. I have another client that likes to go for walks on dates because it relieves her anxiety and doesn't involve alcohol. We know what's best for us. You know your biorhythms, you know what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, or come coach with me and we'll really get you clear about it. How many dates a week is doable and feels right to you? How much time a day or a week do you want to commit to swiping or getting out to meet people in person? How direct do you want to be about what you're looking for versus wanting to let things just like play out? One client who wanted to be married within a year and, and have a baby within two wouldn't go on a date if the guy didn't know what they wanted. She was totally unapologetic about her goal. How I dated, I would call spaghetti against the wall method, <laughs> worked for me because I had the time and flexibility. I was an extrovert. I enjoyed meeting new people. My clients who are recovering from like strict religious upbringings and have multiple kids may date differently than my clients who are in their 30s and want kids. And my widowed client in her 70s looking for her fourth husband versus my client in her 20s who's never been in a relationship. We get to make up the rules, the timeline. We get to do it our way. I believe we should date like we want to live in our relationship. For me, I wanted a relationship where we were equals. I wanted to like be co-contributors with lots of give and take. I have lots of opinions and want to be in charge of certain areas. So leaning back and being a quote rules girl didn't match how I wanted to show up dating and, and eventually show up in my relationship. For some of you, having a partner that takes the lead is what like you want in dating and in your relationship. So that's great. Lean back, sister. Just like someone may be a vegetarian because it's aligned with their values and how they want to live their life, date in a way that is aligned with the type of relationship you want to have with your future partner.
just like there's different ways of eating work different for different people, you know, vegan, Joe Rogan carnivores, only eating out, different forms of exercise and moving your body, crossfitters, yogis, runners, different sleep schedules, early birds versus night owls, like you do you. You're going to get a good workout, whether you do Barry's boot camp or CrossFit or body rock or yoga or Pilates or go for a run. The real question is, what do you want to do to get to the goal that you want? What is sustainable for you? Ask yourself, like, how can I date like I want to be in a relationship? What am I making the dating, quote, rules mean about me and my ability to find my person? If I truly believed I was lovable and worthy of love and my person was out there, how would I intentionally date and show up? How could I be wrong about dating and finding my person? There's a like a saying, all roads lead to Rome, meaning like all choices, methods, and actions eventually lead to the same result. I like this analogy for dating. I think you need to walk the road get on the path to dating and finding your person. Start walking towards your goal step by step and do it in a way that feels good to you. That's it. I love you so much. Go get them and do it your way. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find a person.